everyone's welcome to episode 72 of the TorontoGindos.com podcast. One your host, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGindos.com. Uh, and joining, as always, Brett from Heart Circle. No, Brett from not Heart Circle. Oh. I'm Brett from the streets. <laughs> what's, the, what's up, everybody? I'm what's here. the official word on Heart Circle? Can I take them down from the site? Or just... no, not yet. I'm doing some things. But maybe eventually they're going to be. It's going to be gone. I don't know yet. I haven't decided. Uh, but there is there is things going on. So. And uh, also joining us is not Dan, but we grabbed another audio guy. It's Jake Plano. Yeah, we're all the same, anyways. Hello, I'm Jake. Hi. <laughs> you may have heard of him from the intro of this podcast. Uh, from what you just listened to, yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to pull up your sticker right next to the name of your album. But what's the name of your album? Oh, Polygon. Polygon. I started working on that like a year ago. That's crazy to me how quickly like time flies. Are you working on something newer? Um, not at the moment. Not anything personal right now. I'm just doing my my weekly tracks and trying to get ideas because I know that I want to do another synth album eventually, but now it's not the time. Maybe once I get some projects out of the way. So yeah. Cool. So you can check all that out at jakebudno.ca. Uh, um, we were supposed to have Dan and Devin on the podcast, so if you tweet at them, shame them or something like that. Uh, I think if something, I haven't heard from either of them, so. Yeah. That's fair. We still got a lot to talk about. Uh, might as well go on the hype time. Hi. Sorry, uh, I'm not contributing much to these jingles. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. You should just prep. Yeah, oh, okay. I did it. I handled it. <laughs> well, the the OG guy has to like keep it all down, right? Like, can't expect mm-hmm. OG from the streets. Yeah, yeah. from the streets. Yeah, I'm on the streets. You know, the mean streets of London. Yeah, you know, they actually are kind of ghetto. <laughs> are they? Yeah, come on down, guys. I've been to London. Yeah, and, I haven't been to London as like an adult. I've only been like last time I was in London. I was like in grade eleven or so. Nice. I don't know. I don't know anything about London right now. I like the city, actually. It's not too bad. So, there's obviously a homeless issue, but that's the same with any city. But uh, other than that, it's like, it's a pretty good city. I don't know. The people have been really nice to me. Um, Like, I've talked to random people just because, and uh, everyone seems to be pretty chill. Cool. You should check out a London Knights game when they're back. They're currently. I think I I missed one last week. So. Oh, I thought. Is it perhaps? There's. I think so. I don't know. I know there was a, just a, a a game recently, like last week. I was disappointed. But I'll probably go check one out. Yeah. I don't think they play the Bulldogs, so I, there's really no point for me going. You should go see when they play the Attack on Sound. I don't. I don't. No. Well, okay. For you, I will. <laughs> for you. <laughs> Can you get me an uh, own sound jersey? No, I don't even have an own sound jersey myself. Oh, I'm not a true fan. <laughs> Those jerseys are just as expensive as like real NHL jerseys. Yeah, I know. It's like two hundred dollars. I'm like, I, okay. I don't have a Bulldogs jersey because of that. Wow. And you, and like, yeah. it's not like China's making any of them. You know how you can kind of get like sort of the, the jerseys made in China from really cheap, and they just kind of look a little mm-hmm. cheaper. Um. You can't do that for OHL teams. So I'm not going to drop $200 on a one-seven-and-a-half jersey. Uh, the London Knights are playing uh, e, whatever team is ER. Erie or Otter, Otters today at 7. Hmm. Hey. There you go. Uh, Brett, do you have anything uh, game-worthy to hype up? Um, other than my stuff? No. no. Uh, yeah, I do. So this talk, well, just, I haven't heard anything back from ToeJam saying that they have all the uh, volunteer positions filled up. So if you still haven't, I haven't heard anything back, but I'll, I'll, I'm going to double check um, later. But just uh, another reminder, they still probably need some volunteers. So get your asses in gear. <laughs> get down there and volunteer. I'll be there so we can hang. Like, I'll be making games, but we can hang out. So that's a bonus. You get to hang with Brett. You can also hang with Jake. Because Jake will maybe be there if I get... I'm, I'm sure I'll get in, but yeah. Word. Want to make a game, Brett? You can wanna do the make, audio for my game. Yeah, 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 I'd be happy to do the audio for your game. 
You did the audio some, last time. Make some more princess power tunes, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, man, I can't talk about it. I'll talk about it off the air. But it was okay. something, it's kind of, well, yeah. It was what, involving of princess power tunes? Well, in general, just involving the princess game because <laughs> okay. of something that's going on where I'm working. <laughs> oh, It's just, okay. like, hilarious that, it's, yeah, it's just weird. Okay, I was like, oh, yeah. I've already made this game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, cool. That's cool. It was cool. Jay, cool. Um, Jay, so yeah, are you, on, are you on Instagram, Jay? I am not on Instagram, no. Does Jake look like a guy who Instagrams? I don't know. What, is, what does that mean? Dude, it's hard. It's hard enough to keep me on Twitter. You expect me to keep up Instagram too? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just Instagramming that we're recording this podcast. <laughs> so I was going to ask you. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, hey, sorry. Um, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry, right. I'm used to it. Uh, what else do we got to hype up? We have uh, Game Dev Drinks is in 10 days on April 19th, and we're going to have uh, Andrew Spearin um, come back to talk about some stuff. He'll be the first repeat guest. Um, he's going to talk about uh, Steam, a lot of Steam. That's all I know. For people who don't know Andrew, do you want to just mention what kind of games he's working on? Oh, geez. Put me on the spot. I totally forget. I forget. The, oh, Insurgents. That's right. He's he's worked on or made or created uh, Insurgents, and they got the new game that just came out. Uh, I guess it's coming out right now, um, which I totally forgot what that one's called. No, that is Insurgents. Is it Insurgency something? It's like a it's like update. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. It's like the Unity. I mean, the Unreal Engine update one. So it's a different uh, different game altogether. But yeah, so he, he'll be coming down to talk about Steam and having two different games on Steam and like the process and all that jazz. So it kind of sounds uh, kind of interesting. So people can show up and, uh, you know, bring questions as always and other things. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's all I have for hype. Yeah. Yep. It is officially said to go on without him. Oh, oh rest in peace. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Jake, is there yep. anything you want to hype up before we kind of get into level up? Uh, no, no. I think we should just go ahead and uh, get into it. All right, let's rip it up. Cool. <laughs> so, level up was this last week. Uh, we have a few interviews yep. on the website, torontogamedoes.com, as well as on our YouTube channel, which you can uh, check out, including Disclosed Ted, who won uh, three of the four awards, I believe. Yep. And Unspoken, who won the other award, so I'm just trying to find... I moved, I moved from the That was the, uh, I think it was the uh, Viewer's Choice Award or something. Yeah, like yeah. Unspoken won People's Choice, and then yeah. Disco is Dead won all of the judged <laughs> categories. So, Audience Choice Award, which is Unspoken, and then Just a Position came in second place, Twin mm-hmm. Switch came in third, Best Technical Innovation was Disco is Dead uh, first, Detective VR, which was second, uh, and Twin Switch, which was third. Best Artistic Achievement, Disco is Dead, Unspoken, Fahala Showdown, and Best Overall Game, Disco is Dead, Shots Fired, and Detective VR. So, mm-hmm. I think Sher- I think, like, of those, like, 12 positions, Sheridan is, like, in 10 of them or something like that. Yeah, yeah, 10 yeah. of them is Sheridan, which is unbelievable really so Sheridan kind of walked away Disco is Dead shout out to Brett because the the debut for Disco is Dead was actually in a game of drinks yep and it was definitely not a game of the show worthy when I when I played it six months ago but <laughs> no definitely was not and I, I I was I was just messaging the guys I'm like I, I want to see I want to play the uh, I want to play the the winning version of it because like I gave them some notes but, like, they can do whatever they want with those notes, right? So um, I'm really curious as to what they did. And, yeah, like, I'm I'm amped that they won. Like, I'm amped that everybody won. But I want to play that damn controller because when I played the game, they were they, they talked about this controller um, that wasn't working yet. And I was like, man, that sounds crazy, like, in a good way, you know? Um because, like, yeah, the whole concept of that controller, I was just like, wow, that could be interesting to play with. And supposedly, they have it working and stuff, and that's what was there. So I wish I could have saw it and played it. Okay. So yeah. 
Brett, can you because the funny thing about Disco is Dead with with me and a lot of people I talked to is that we like a lot of people didn't even play it because it was like kind of back in the corner and yeah. um you couldn't really see the controller well from like the like aisle. Um yeah. so we just saw people like bashing on something and like something yeah. was happening on the screen. So what exactly is the controller because I know it's a zombie head. Yeah, that's so all I know. That's pretty much it. It's like a zombie head that you can bash from like uh, left, right, up, and down. Okay. And so it communicates to the game because that's how the players are attacking. Is like okay. uppercuts and kind of like a DDR type of game, right? So time it with uh, whatever symbol shows up. So if it's up, put like you know, do an uppercut kind of move to the head. Okay. So the whole controller is based around the zombies' heads, and you just bash them. <laughs> that's the whole That's the whole control scheme, if I recall uh, what they were explaining to me. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and I wish I, I really want to play it, because when they were talking about the control scheme, I was like, that's that that alone is amazing. Like, that alone will, should win you everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if the, it was just because of the controller, because they have two versions of that game, and they have a really good mobile version if they ever sat down and did it. That was the one. I, I played both versions of this game. So I'm really curious as to what they did to the a game that they showed me. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad they won. I want to see it. So On the UnchartedIndos.com, you can check out the interview uh, where we asked uh, us about Disco Dead. So quote, Disco is Dead is a buddy cop comedy horror co-op arcade game that plays with custom-built slappable zombie heads and disco ball controls. It follows the story of two funky disco-loving cops, Reggie and Kenny, who must save their city from a zombie apocalypse by slapping. The main gameplay is a fixed runner where players must slap in the indicated directions, and their interactive comic book style scenes where slapping can impact the narrative. And there's a yeah. there's a screenshot on, on the website, trainingus.com, uh, of, the, of the controller. Um, if you, if you like, are kind of confused. And our Instagram, at Game does as well. I think I'm pretty sure we posted that as well. So, right. uh, yeah, doing something unique like that always is kind of like a, is a, is a bonus at these sort of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And and they were sort of saying in the, the winner's interview is that they were, they're thinking of, yeah, like making it like an arcade game to like, you know, sell to arcades and stuff. And, and I think that's a great idea because, yeah, it seems like the zombie head is really the... Mm-hmm the the centerpiece of the whole thing, right? So yeah, we're gonna have pictures yeah. of people putting like pictures of dicks and then zombie heads though. <laughs> their mouths are open. It's like of course. Uh, why would you expect any differently? Yeah. So Jake, you were the only one among us who went to level up. So why don't you just kind of talk about um, you know how it was? What you like? What you did like? Overall thoughts? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think overall, um, compared to last year, I remember being more interested in a lot of games last year, but I think this year more games made an impression on me, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like the the quality was very, like, varying this year. Yeah. Um, so there's really good stuff and stuff that I, like, kind of laughed at i won't say who to throw shade but it's uh but then last year it felt like it was a little bit more um consistent um but yeah i i made a i made a post of sort of my my favorite games um and i'll kind of go through them quickly uh and uh yeah so um and i'm sorry i didn't play any vr games i'm sorry to tell you that but i just wasn't interested okay (laughs) vr dead yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um keep trying yeah Yeah. so so it was funny because even though i didn't play unspoken um it was still one of my favorite games because i was watching it for a bit and uh it's you know it's got this very last guardian vibe to it um sort of the idea that you're yeah like using this bear and communicating with this bear to help solve puzzles and it's it's looks beautiful um i I wish I got a chance to play it, but like I said, the line was so long, and uh, the team was very, very good. That was uh, Five Horsemen Games. I think that you yep. did an interview with them, right, yeah, Steve? we did an interview with them on the website as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, or awesome. I, I know on YouTube, I believe. I think that was one of them. I haven't did all the interviews. 
think it was on YouTube. Yeah, I think I saw it on YouTube. Today. Yeah, uh, I, I actually got a chance to play that game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like like the current build of it or. I got to play a rough cut of it like okay. two months, three months ago maybe. They okay. brought us game dev drinks and they were like, "Yo, can we show off or like get our game out here?" I'm like, "Yeah, come on down, guys." So I got to play it. A whole bunch of people got to play it, and uh, really curious to see how it is. Yeah. Oh, it, it looks like it looks like it has potential for sure. Like I hope that they keep working on it because mm-hmm. it, it looks like it could be like you know spiritual successor successor to last guardian and maybe you know that's be less be less buggy <laughs> yeah when i was talking with them at the time uh they were they yeah. were inspired by uh last guardian stuff yeah oh for sure you can you can tell as soon as you see it but yeah it's but i would say that from what i saw of it it stands on its own legs like it's yeah i would like to see the more of the I guess final submission version because what I saw was very rough cut, mm-hmm. um, had some bugs in it and stuff, which was good. Like I'm glad they brought it out in the first place just because it gave them a chance to um, show off the game, but get a lot of feedback because we had at least like usually game dev drinks thirty people, so let's say at least fifteen people touched that game and broke it and played it and poked and prodded, <laughs> right? Like we just fucking destroyed it and. Uh, so there's a lot of good notes that they probably took from that, hopefully. And I'd like to see the finished product to see like what they took from it and like thought it was a warranted uh, note, so to speak. So yeah, it'd be kind of cool. I want to play it. I'm gonna ask them. I'm gonna ask them both to come back to show it. I actually might do a thing with them. I'm gonna do a game dev drinks for them. Nice. Like, both of them, the level up guys. Uh, Disco's dead in thing. Actually, I might do a whole thing about that. That's a good idea. Hmm. I have an idea. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about the dead air. Um, Okay, so... uh, Dead air. People who are listening are used to dead air. (laughs) Awkward pause. General lack of good editing. It's part of the experience. Let's blame that on Steve. The Toronto Game Devs experience. You think after yeah. 72 yeah. episodes, we would learn, but... No, I think people like it nice and raw, though. They're just like, what evs? <laughs> January, January was at... Or not January, sorry. What was last month? March was our, our biggest uh, subscription month. We'll go into details. Wow. It was, I yeah. was, like, checking... I kind of just, like, completely ignored, uh, like, the feeds, the, the amount of subscribers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then I just, like, looked at it last month and... Cool. Oh, nice. Lack of Dan, maybe. Nice. I don't know. So, so this episode should also blow up. You can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, and oh wait, we're not on the Google Play Store. I should do that sometime. Uh, but we are on iTunes and on TorontoGameDesk.com. Uh, Jake, carry on. Cool. Uh, so next one that I really liked was called Final Frontier. It was by a team from Humber. Um, it was a real-time strategy survival game um and basically so you have like a team of five dudes and they all have stats and um the idea is that uh you're trying to colonize this planet or at least not colonize but to see if it's suitable for human life so you have to you know gather materials and build a base and uh there's like indigenous aliens that you have to either try and communicate with or uh or destroy depending um the build was you know like really 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 rough but the idea was cool because it kind of felt like you know a combination of don't starve and an rts you know like it was a really 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 cool i think it was probably the coolest idea that i saw there um mm. not the not the most polished at all like it was i i think like because i watched like two people play it and then I played it and I think I was the only one that actually got like anything done in it but that's just because it was an early build but it was very cool um, and I am hope that they keep working on it um, and uh, another one was Speed Splicers that I really liked it was from Algonquin I think um, and it was uh, it was a, a, a co-op racing game where one person plays a car and they're racing and they still have like weapons and abilities and stuff um but then the other player plays as like a jet 
Um, and basically the idea is that th- their um, inspiration was kind of like double dash, but if the second player was just like a blue shell the whole game, basically. Um, and they flew around and they just try and mess up the other racers. Uh, it was very, very fun. Um, and I think that they're probably going to continue working on it because it's got this really arcadey racy vibe. And uh, it, I think they they had in testing, they had up to 16 players. So eight teams. Um, and, uh, and so that was cool. That's a cool one. Hmm. Um, another one was uh, now this one was funny because this this game was actually right beside uh, Disco is Dead. If you look at my my picture on Twitter, you can see the zombie head like in the background. But it was just like in the corner. I didn't even realize that it was a game at first because there was like a little desk with a CRT monitor set up right. and like like old nineties like speakers and and it and I was like, is this is this a game? Because it was just a black screen with some text on it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, come on over." Um, and it's like a, it's a word association game. Uh, they have it up on uh, Itchio right right now. It's called Sphinx of Black Quartz. It's only about fifteen minutes long, um, and basically, it's sort of a it's a weird meta artsy game where you have to like like it's kind of like a hangman i guess where you're you're just it, it's you're just typing in words trying to fill out the sentence but what it's doing is it's remembering all of the words that you've typed in um and it's sort of gathering like a i don't know how advanced the the ai is on it but it's kind of gathering like a common thread throughout all the words and then when you finish the game it prints you out a uh, a poem based on what you the words that you put into it. yeah so so at at the event they had it set up and I I am like absolute garbage at anything word related like I'm so bad at writing and uh, so I only I didn't get far in but they gave me one of the printouts and it was like you know the old um uh, what do they call it like the dot paper I don't know with the with the I, dotted paper on the side. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm a young and I don't know what this. I forget about. what it's called too, and I'm an oldie. <laughs> yeah. so, I, I use yeah, that. But the, that was. Oh man, I remember that. It's like a dot matrix printer. I can't. Yes, ask. yes, that's it. Dot matrix. Yeah. Um, Still got but, it in the old <laughs> noggin. <laughs> yeah, they have one of those there. They have yeah. one of those there, and uh, and apparently this one in particular was uh, it was like the, it would remembering what people said in previous uh, runs as well. So the um, I'm just looking at it now. The poem I got is talking like you know it's all abstract stuff, and then halfway down it just says I like nachos. I told you only cheese. I don't like no jalapenos. Also sour cream is bad. I don't like that. <laughs> That's part of my poem that I got. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so it was cool, and um, it's kind of a neat meta thing, and uh, they can do some cool stuff with that if like you know it prints out, and then you have to use the printed paper to access the next part of the game or whatever cool stuff like that uh yeah and then i guess i'll mention shots fired because i worked on it and it won second best overall game by george brown students yeah why is there a link to it yeah man what's up with that you guys don't have a twitter they yeah well they they're called bitter blocks oh it's those guys bitter blocks yeah, that's them. Yeah, they had like six games there. It was basically just all the George Brown students. Um, George Brown? Yeah, they had six games there, but uh, Shots Fired was the best one by far. Just because you work on it? Well, no. No. Oh. No. <laughs> I worked on it because it was the best one. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I see. Fun. I see. Uh, never mind. What? What's uh, that? None. That, that? You throw in shade? <laughs> Actually, the game that we worked on at ToeJam was a featured game, too, man. Maybe there's something there. Was it what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to hype your audio up, bro. You, you know. Oh, oh thank you. Uh, <laughs> don't go there. He's. <laughs> 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 
Brett had messaged me saying that I should probably mention why I wasn't at level up after doing like 10 or 12 students or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, man. Why weren't you there? I was there? hell last week and, and then had another six. So oh. neither of us could make it and it really sucks because we're looking forward to it. So I think she like kind of emailed up everyone that we interviewed just being like, hey, we're not a bit, we didn't like bail on you guys. Uh, I just got like a wicked stomach and stomach flu and like headache and shit and then I got another six. So. That's, that's why Jake's here. My sickness leads to Jake's being here. So, yeah, thanks, Jake. Uh, You're welcome. And I, I wasn't there because I'm living in London, and I'll be there it next cost year. You like two hundred dollars. Yeah, I'll be there next year because I'll be driving, so I'll be there. Hey. Uh, just shout out to patrons. Remember that patrons get this podcast a day early, as well as a few other things early. Uh, you can help support the site at patreon.com/slash/strongindos. Shout out to Brian, Gene, Tabby, M5 Games, Gigi, Renaud, Tyler, Maria, Ben, Stephen, Lee, Devin, Toby, Dan, Chris, Anthony, and Aaron. Get uh, your name on the site, get thanks on the podcast, get shout outs on Twitter, uh, occasional free games, although I'm not allowed to say that you can get a chance of free games, but that happens too. Uh, you can't like, you, it can't be like gambling, so I can't say you get like a chance at games. Um, right. So, there's that. Uh, yeah, that was hype time. That was uh, level up. Congrats to everyone who won. That was a lot. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good episode, guys. Good episode. Cool. Let's shut it down. Oh, oh we gotta talk about news. News time. News. 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 So I want to get to graceful explosion news. machine. So let's yeah, just start there. No, I want to. I want to end there because I have a. I have a question for the floor. So no, but we might because I I'm probably bouncing in like ten minutes. So we should start there because I gotta get I gotta get out of here to do comedy. User words is out which now. Is Sego Mini is making uh, Sego Mini Town, which looks pretty sweet. Uh, and you can get your first look at Fossil Hunters for Toy Games. Sarah's will talk more about you in the future. Graceful Explosion Machine is on Nintendo Switch. Uh, I, I got it. That was quick. this is the quickest. <laughs> it's a sprint. I like it. I got it. a code. It was, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've been, I was playing. I beat it the other day. Couldn't do a review because A, I don't like doing reviews, and B, uh, I was sick, but I hope, I'm hoping to get some on the site soon. But I have a question for the floor. Or, or Brett, do you have any kind of questions to rip this game apart? Um, you beat it? Yeah, I beat it. How long did it take you to beat it? Uh, I would say clearing all the levels uh, maybe takes about three hours. Four le- there's how much four level there's four worlds and there's maybe like I think there's like nine or ten like levels in each one. The last the last okay. world is legit hard though. So my scores are absolutely okay. atrocious in the last world. But I would right. say but if you're doing like each level back to back and stuff, because challenges open up as well, like uh, kind of a, um, a endless mode opens up when you beat a world. Mm-hmm. If you go that shit, if you just kind of do the levels one one after another, it takes three hours. How much is the game selling for? Uh, twelve dollars, I think. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean to mention you because you have this whole thing about like prices of games and dollar games. Anytime I go in the i store now, I never see a game for a dollar. Yeah. Those games are are no longer. Yeah. No. can't four bucks. It's either free or it's like the cheapest is like five bucks now. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's good. Uh, no. For... $12 for three hours? Okay. Those are all these movies you're okay, going to but, see for six hours. But how... Okay, that's different. But how how good totally is the three hours? Because that's the important part, is how good yeah. is the three how hours? How good is the three hours for the $12 price tag? Uh, it's really good. Like, the game flows really well. It has, like, it's 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 beautiful. Like, it's really colorful. The, the soundtrack is pretty awesome. Robbie Duguay did that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. The... You get the four weapons, uh, and then like the we- like enemies are kind of weaker to different weapons. Like you know, there's a big Kamehameha beam, and, and you have to use those on the shielded guys. Different enemies mm-hmm. too across the world. It's not just like kind of the same four enemies over and over. Um, there's probably maybe like twelve that kind of kind of changes up a little bit. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then it's like a, it's a high score. It's like a it's a high score match, right? So you, the whole idea is that you're yeah. just trying to get the beat the high score from previous people. Yeah, so I would say it's a solid it's a solid game, like through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I'm tripping on two things. Okay. 
So I'm I'm somewhere in between a seven and a, and a nine. And I'll tell you, and I'll, I'll tell you why. What is this ridiculous numbers that you're throwing out here? <laughs> what is this? You, okay, dude, wait, wait. Are you you're just trying to upset me, aren't you? No, it's a, it's a, Steve, can I? Yeah. Sorry, can I just? I want to clarify where. When you say seven to nine, because everyone uses different scales now, are you thinking like IGN seven to nine, where seven is shit and nine is is like the re- the normal, or are you thinking like the actual using the numbers one through ten, so five is average? No, yeah, five is average. Okay, cool. cool. Like five is, I five is I uh, I like. Um, I was like, I you know I like this game. This is, this is an average game. It doesn't do anything great. Doesn't do anything terrible. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So, okay, so, so go on. Go on. Here's my rating of the game you never played. <laughs> I don't even need to play it. And they're lucky they're getting a four. Oh, it's five. I knew you were going to say four. I knew you were going to say four. It doesn't have farming. It, Therefore, the it, highest it could ever achieve is four. No, if you, uh, it's an experience we've played. If, you were to, if, if this ship were to drop like seeds on the planet and then suddenly it becomes like a farming sim while you're also attacking. Into this, that Yo. score would jump up to a 9.5 for Yo. Why, why are you talking about my next game? <laughs> Every okay, game I but... make from now on is just a far game. <laughs> <laughs> actions in it, no matter what you do. Nope. Okay, but, uh, but where's where's the 4 come from, though? Like, is it actually 4? Or... For me, it's, yeah, it's a 4. I've played this okay. game before. That's okay. an automatic number, 4. Okay. So it has to get better than that. So it has to like really wow me to get higher numbers. Because I always base, because I've been playing games my whole life, mm-hmm. the four is the minimum because it's an experience I've already played. So yeah. that's why it's a four. So it has to do something to really move up. Mm-hmm. And this game is sitting at a four. So that's a good starting number. At least it's not like a one or a zero. <laughs> right. Okay. So so explain explain where you're coming from, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Why a seven or a nine? So it's there's two things that I I wish this game had okay. trophies or some sort of achievement system, which isn't their fault. <laughs> no, that's the thing. No, we we all have okay, our different okay. kind of things we want when yeah, we play yeah, games, yeah, yeah. right? And I want yeah. Yep. I know. So the thing is, when I was playing it, the on the leaderboards weren't online yet, so I'm I'm literally just mm. playing this in in a shell. Like no, I can't interact with anyone. And, and yep. then uh, the leaderboards go up or whatever, and, and I can't post my old scores. I have to, like, replay the levels. Right. So in my head, I beat it before the leaderboards went up. So I'm just like, now it's just like a high score thing, which I'm not super into. Yeah. Um, and and I would love for there to be other, even, like, in-game achievements, let's say, because there's obviously no trophies on, on the Switch. So even in-game achievements of, like, Killing so many enemies with missiles and mm-hmm. and surviving so long without dying or something, just fun little things, just to kind of keep the replay, replayability going. Um, okay. Because all there really is for replayability in this game is um, is like getting a high score on the you know uh, fifty levels or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Right. Hard to fault the game for not having trophies or achievements on a system that doesn't have trophies or achievements. Yeah. Other thing I wish it had is multiplayer. Um, there's no multiplayer. There's no like online multiplayer or kind of split screen multiplayer, which I think, uh, hmm. like, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. It would be really chaotic. It would be chaotic to have like, two ships kind of, you know, flying with all these different colors and stuff like that. Yeah, fun. Super Stardust did it. Yeah, no, other games have done it, so it's it's certainly possible. Yeah. Uh, I don't think ever like explore having uh, multiplayer, but yeah. um. I wish it had multiplayer. So the seven, let's let's even go as low as six because Brett kind of had like, a hard time <laughs> Yo, I'm bringing a, I'm bringing valid points to my four though. Yeah, I think your four is completely justified, Brett. Farming? <laughs> farming wouldn't make this game okay. You know what? Okay, as stupid as you're saying, farming would bump this thing. That would mean it's a new experience. So obviously it's going to get a different rating. It's giving me automatically a four, but now you're throwing in this new mechanic of I'm playing a uh, I'm playing a space shooter with farming or some kind of mechanic that deals with like farming. That's that's already going to be a seven or an eight. Like it's a new thing, right? Like 
So as stupid as you're trying to mock it, um, it it would mean like it's a new experience. We haven't played something like that yet, or or experienced it, or it's a new mechanic of some sort in an old genre. So yeah, it would move the number up to maybe a six or something, especially if it's done well, right? So that's why I'm at a four. I've already told you the game. We've played this game a thousand different variations of this game, so of course it's going to be a four. Okay. So, but but what? How would you rate it? Based on it's one of the only games on Switch. Still a four? Still a four. <laughs> Even though there's nothing else to play on Switch? Dude, it's still a four. It's an experience. Okay. I've, it's, for me, it's an experience I've already played in my life countless number of times. All right. So it's a four. Alright. And it looks great. Like, yeah, sure. Visually, it looks great. Audio is probably off the hook. Um, that's that's all fine and dandy, but when it I'm because I'm I'm approaching it from like I've the mechanics and the mm-hmm. me playing it um, as like the designer side of a point of view. It's like I've seen it, I've done it. It's a four. So there. All right, I can I can respect that. So, for reviewing the game, do you do you ding? This isn't just with Graceful Explosion Machine, but standing game. Do mm. you ding it when it doesn't have a feature that you think it should? Like for me. I'm like as a package, as the game itself, what you pay, what you pay, um, mm-hmm. you know, the twelve, it's thirteen ninety nine in Canada. Yeah, uh, everything there is like legit. Like it's a lot of fun. Port playing portable is dope. The the rumble actually, yeah. they, they, it's it's like a, kind of a neat rumble. It's not like a crazy just like the whole thing. Like, it actually has like different variations depending on what like yeah. the whole HG rumble mm-hmm. shit. As like a package yeah. of what you have there. Uh, it's, it's like, an, it's an eight or nine. Like it's a lot of fun. But in my head, I'm just yeah. like, I don't know how much I'm going to play it now that, you know, I'm kind of moved, like I'm done with it. Yeah. And because I'm multiplayer, so there's, I can't play with Heather or anyone I'm showing the Switch to. And yeah. it doesn't have any, like, it just has a high score thing. But if you're not connected online, so the, the, the trouble in Thin is, like, you can't upload your past um, scores. So if you're not playing right. online, you can't upload them. So if I'm just playing oh, this on the that's... bus or whatever, it's hmm. literally you're just playing in the shell. Like you have not, you can't do anything. Right. So... Yeah, that's weird. That's kind of shit. Like you should be able to save it to the system. Like that's that's kind of dumb. Yeah. That that alone would ding me. Like that alone dings. Like that's a ding right there. Because like that's a that's a user kind of feature, right? Like you want to save your scores on the system. Like if you're playing off off Wi-Fi, like, no Wi-Fi or something. Like, yeah, I want to be able to see my stuff, how I've done playing this game. Why do I need to rely on the internet? Like, that's just... That's kind of dumb, but... It wouldn't matter yeah. if the thing wasn't... If, like, the Switch wasn't supportable, right? If it was just your PS4, yeah. it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Because the Wii... The, the, sorry, I was going to say Wii U. The Switch is, like, I think the, I think like 80% of the people are playing in portable. Like Everyone yeah. I've seen has it played portable. So I think a lot of developers need to keep that in mind, that this thing is being played portable and not on on the home dock as much as everyone assumed it would be. Yeah, I would say so. of all this, like, I've maybe put in maybe 40... I think I said this last episode. Um, yeah. Of, like, say up to 50 hours that I've played the Switch... Yeah. And Zelda and shit. I would say like forty to forty three of those hours have been portable. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. So Yeah. And everyone yeah. I've seen that has a switch that brings it into the studio and stuff, always portable. Like they're always portable. Yeah. And you can't like really easily uh take the dock. It's not just like this like Yeah. It's not just um it's basically taking it's the system. It's basically taking the PS PS4 and unplugging all the cords and shit like that. So it's not like because mm-hmm. I bring it into work as well, and, and my friends just like, oh, well, did you bring the dock so we can play on the TV? And I'm like, I'm like no, I'm not like dealing with all that shit. The only wires yeah. are I have yeah. like, five things hooked up to my TV. And I hear the dock is like like kind of flimsy too, mm-hmm. and you might not want to bring that around just in case it yeah. gets like broken. Oh really? I mean, like honestly, it's been in the same spot since the night. I- so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I think, I think going back to sort of the question you posed, Steve, I, I think that the dings would only happen if, if the, the feature that 
you really think it should have does like really affect your experience right because yeah. it's like like i think i think where brett's coming from um is valid but saying oh man this is a really really good shooter i wish it had farming elements mm. and then but you know like that's sort of outside the scope i think it's also fair to not uh, to not ding it for that unless mm. yeah you're in brett's position where it's like no the fact that this is just um just a uh shoot a shoot 'em up that i've already played before nah not digging it and if like if the multiplayer because if you're sitting there playing it single player and you're happy with that but you're like oh, i wish i had multiplayer yeah. or if you're sitting there saying i don't like this just single player i need it to be multiplayer that mm-hmm. deserves a ding it all it all depends on on how important it is to you yeah. you know yeah i i think so <laughs> more than anything, it affects the replay replayability right because like that, yeah, that that automatically is a ding right there, because you're paying twelve dollars for a three dollar for you're paying twelve dollars for a three hour experience and replayability is low. That's a ding, right? Like instant ding. Um, multiplayer, it wasn't meant to have multiplayer, right? So you can ding it as like, oh, I wish this feature was in there. That's a ding. That's a personal preference ding. Um, the online scores versus saving it to the system score that that should be a ding also so right now you're down to like a six because i i round down a little bit <laughs> oh yeah. you're taking my, yeah. my original score you mean oh my score still stays at a four <laughs> because any any progressive progression forward um you've already knocked a bunch of dings for me so i'm like yeah it's staying so at what's a, four. A, what's a three or a two to you oh three there, there is no it has to be a horrible game like horrible, like it, horrible. It has to just be unplayable. Yeah, pretty much an unplayable game. So like every game, I every game is starts at a four, really. So it's like oh, so ninety five percent of the games that are out are for you. Yeah, that's fair. I know the answer to that. I just have to kind of always repeat it on the like every time. I know people yeah. get a little upset about review scores and shit. People yep. have talked to me in person about my review scores and they're not happy with it (laughs) (laughs) and it's just i've like dude i'm almost 40 and i've been playing games conquered the world's toughest challenges i've lived my entire life playing video games so i have a very different point of view when it comes to games and that's that's why it's a four i've been playing them for so long like i've probably forgotten more about video games than most people have ever even played you know, it's like I've I've played them all, so of course they're going to be a four. There's no I haven't had like I'm not going to say there's no new experiences coming. There should be, but I'm just tired of I'm tired of people retreading same stuff. Like give me some new stuff. Push the boundaries of games. I love video games, I love them, and I want new stuff. I want people to be pushing it. So I'm always going to say a four until I see something amazing like Stardew Valley. No. <laughs> well, I, I, I think that I think that, that that four is important though because it's a review for people who are also in your position and have that much experience. But you know, like a, a four to to like a I don't know like an eight year old who's going to play Graceful Explosion Machine doesn't mean much because they probably haven't played games like this before. Yeah. So this is going to be their first uh, shmup, and so yeah. you know. And I'm also comparing thing. these games to like classics. Games yeah. that have done them better, like that's the other reason too. Like that's why it sits at a four. So if you're comparing it, to, like yeah, I could see like a 13 year old who's barely played anything, and this is their first time playing this experience, and they're gonna be like, "Yo, this is a nine. I wish yeah. it had. I wish it had trophies. You know, <laughs> like yeah, a yeah. little Steve out there. I wish this had trophies and multiplayer. So it's probably gonna sit at an eight, maybe a seven for some people, no. but. Yeah. Right. I've I've a I have a question for you based on this. Um if you were to go back and play and I'm sure that you've played them all, as you've mm-hmm. mentioned, but if you were to go back and play like a twenty year old game that you haven't played and you were to review it and give it a score, would you give it a score based on when it came out or would you give it a score now based on like the current climate? Um probably I 
do I do I know all the knowledge that I've known if I'm going back in time? Oh yeah, no, you're no no. It's not back in time. It's 2017. You decide right. to play. Oh. I don't know, like like a shoot like a FPS from the 90s, like one that you haven't played. You right. Know? Right. Um, oh. Would I like, grade it on the same criteria? Yeah. Would you grade it based on your like? considering what you grace it say hey this is a game that came on the 90s i'm going to you know consider that and give it a score um comparatively to other things in the 90s or are you mm. going to give it one now like hey t- 2017 what how does this game hold up now oh that's a good question that's a good question um that because, is a good question i don't yeah. even know yeah, i think uh go ahead i think i would probably do both Okay. Like I would, have, I would probably do both because I would compare it to what's going on today and see how mm-hmm. it holds up because I, I like doing that. Yeah. Um, it'd be really, it'd be really hard not to, right? Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, I always like the idea of like, how does this game hold up um, in by today's standards and stuff like that. Like Goldeneye, for instance, does not hold up. <laughs> no, no, it's a slugfest. It's horrible. But I, but if I was back in the '90s, yo, that was my jam. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and I loved it, and it wasn't horrible back then. So um, I think I would do both, like where I would be like, okay, this is what it was like at that time, and okay, this is the score I would probably give it. But then if it, I would also do a comparison thing, like yeah, this is it, because and I probably wouldn't apply the four out of ten to something that was from the past, yeah, um, like because yeah, I probably wouldn't do that because like the four out of ten. That that like say Goldeneye for instance is the reason why a Call of Duty gets a four out of ten so to speak right because mm-hmm. I played this and it was something that pushed the game to these limits blah 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 you're at a four out of ten so but yeah that's how I would do it cool cool we should and hopefully no one out there thinks Goldeneye is an amazing game still because it's not it People was do. but it's, it's not <laughs> basically do. any Nintendo sixty four game like looks like complete ass. And that controller yeah, but, is like but, so shitty and everything about the it. Controller. <laughs> yeah. The like, only games that actually play good though are is still Mario sixty four and Mario Kart's pretty good, but it's so slow. Like I remember when we were like, yo, we're doing two hundred sixty. I'm sure the <laughs> it's slow as fuck. I'm sure the, the camera in Mario sixty four is just an absolute bitch though nowadays. Oh probably. yeah. Yeah. Probably. Man, because I used to have that that camera down like like so good. I bet you if I played it now, I'd be like, "What the hell are we doing?" Yeah. <laughs> just like, why can't I just when use it... my other analog stick to just control the yeah. camera wherever the hell yeah. I want it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that'd be hilarious to do. Is like get like a like a like a, a like a like a teenager and be like, "Here, play Mario 64 and just watch." <laughs> yeah, because like they'd be like, "Well, what what is this foreign stuff?" Man, who thought the stupid camera buttons were a good idea? <laughs> they, didn't have, they didn't have any other option. R64 yes, great. they did, man. Another control stick. <laughs> oh, I was unheard of. Come on. Yeah, yeah, the, they... the one analog stick was already like revolutionary. That's true. <laughs> Two. <Yeah>. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the PS uh, Sony did so good when they came out with their dual sticks, man. Yeah, yeah. It, that blew that blew minds when that came out. Yeah, I remember the first like dual stick uh, first person shooter I, I played was Red Faction on PS2, which oh, I man. just got in the humble bundle. Um, so I'm excited to go back to it because I'm wondering if it's if that game is also a pile of shit. That's awesome. But you, man, I can't remember the first twin stick game I played. Like, well, I guess it would be an arcade stick because t- dual dual sticks have been around forever. Um, but like, yeah, one that did. Oh man, I'm gonna have to think about that. That's been a while. Pretty sure my first one was was Tomb Raider, but it wasn't that. Like, I didn't own it. I just played it at a mm. friend's house, and I beat the part that they couldn't on my first try, and they kicked me out of the house. Yeah, because like one of the control it wasn't like you could control guns with the one stick, and then like camera with the other and stuff. I, oh, I don't remember. I can't even remember. Tomb Raiders or yeah, yeah. it would have been the first Tomb Raider. Yeah. Tomb Raider was nuts. Those games were not good. <laughs> I replayed those games like four years ago or so. And, and I played them like for the first time um, mm. like four years ago. And I was just like, yeah. these games are shitty. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, they are. Well, that's why that's why I kind of brought up the question to Brett because like like I played Silent Hill two for my last for my first time last year. And right. I was just like, man, I 
wish that I played this. Well, I mean, if I played it when it came out, I would have been scared shitless. But it's like, oh, sorry, I swear. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, um, it's like playing it now. I'm like, I just, yeah, this does not hold up. Really? Like <laughs> controls. No, I was like, uh. controls not having it. Like the the original like survival horror control scheme, just not digging it whatsoever but i'm like i can see i can see why this is like game of all time for a lot of people mm -hmm. but it's not no did you beat not it because one of the reasons why that game so loved is like just the story yeah no i did beat it i i to yeah i totally beat it and it was just like i think i think just over the years i have slowly become more like mechanically like driven mm -hmm. um and so and so yeah, so it's like if the mechanics, if I'm not digging the mechanics, I can't get immersed because I love getting mm -hmm. immersed in story and atmosphere and everything. But if the mechanics yeah. aren't good, and I, I, it just can't get into it. So <laughs> yeah, because people complained yeah. about the tank controls in, the, in that game in Resident Evil back in the day too. But yeah, uh, but it kind of worked for the game because yeah, it hindered the player to basically be shitty. And if yeah, there yeah. was something chasing you, like it was, it was that much more difficult. But now, like, yeah, games are just so silky smooth, and like, it, you know, yeah. it, it really stands out when you can't, you know, shoot and move at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. or just like easily move in the direction you want to go in. <laughs> yeah, I do want to say one thing before we wrap up because I gotta actually go. Yeah. All right. Is like I want to reiterate. I do not hate games. <laughs> Just because I give them a 4 out of 10 does not mean I hate Graceful Explosion Machine. It looks great. It looks like it probably is a dope and fun game. But, like, just because my rating's a four doesn't mean I, I hate that game and what would, and the time that was put into that game. That has nothing to do with it because, you know, I do have respect for the people who make the game and all that jazz, too. But coming from the review side, that's where that's where I come from, so... It's tough love. Yeah, I don't want I don't want the people who I work with and, uh, you know, but the peers be like, oh, Brett, Brett hates everything, <laughs> which might already be out there. But you know, I don't hate everything. Um, just make good games. But yeah, that's it. That's uh, if you want to follow Brett and all his adventures, you can do so on Twitter at Brett yeah. Weiser. Uh, yeah. If you want to follow Jake and all his adventures, you can do so at Jake Unknown on Twitter. Yeah. And what's your bandcamp? Uh, JakeButtonno.bandcamp.com. What's your bandcamp, Brett? Uh, drop these beats by TP Smoke at bandcamp.com. <laughs> better, you better secure that right now. Uh, yeah. Dan's usually on the podcast, but he slept in. We usually do tweet of the week. Uh, it's alive. Bad pincher roller tried to retrofit one from a parts deck. Not a perfect fit, but hey, it's working. It'll get some more use. You follow Dan. What a nerd. <laughs> Wait, Jake, did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Audio uh, nerds. <laughs> uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Composing Dan. Thanks to patrons. Thanks to everyone. Subscribe on YouTube, on iTunes. Go to the site. Follow us on Twitter. Basically, Toronto Game Devs on every single thing that you can think of. Uh, <laughs> Jake, thanks for joining us, man. Oh, thank you. Brett, thanks for shooting on games as usual. I didn't. <laughs> and now we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. See you guys. <laughs>